listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Blow up world star before rap. You already know that. So fresh prince, they are about to bring the show back. Listen in the kilo. We can cost a kilo hair so long i'm about to bring the fro back phone don't phone call gotta say mission mushy. girlfriend acting all wishy-washy Wishy-washy. it's your birthday make an earthquake gotta love like a nigga like a mermaid that's man i love you that's the first date nobody think about it worst case best case with the front page 10k on the first date yeah motherfucker take your phone out to record this ain't nobody can ignore this i'm more or less a, i'm more or less a more or less individual making money with making moves with criminals trying to get the residuals would it all go crazy i can hear that action i'm gonna be so crazy my nigga hold it horizontal hey welcome to the black guy who tells podcast your host rod and Karen. by the way whoever wrote these um lyrics uh doesn't understand the lyrics it says it's i'm more or less a moral less but they put i'm more or less a moral i'm more or less twice so <sighs> white folks gone white hey guys welcome to the blackout test podcast you find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews today it's time for feedback which means we're gonna read all y'all stuff okay the official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is brought to you by listeners like you uh helping to make um our podcast great again mm-hmm. okay. my whole motto moving forward is white people gonna like like move, like that's all i'm gonna say if people say shit i'm like white people gonna like and just walk on away because i mean I, I, there's no explanation for some shit just they gonna like what how did we get on that oh because you were saying white people gonna white and i was like yeah that's gonna mm. be my motto for the year white people gonna oh. white when shit come up and people are like damn i'm like white people gonna white and i'm just gonna walk away i'm not gonna explain shit mm-hmm. i'm not i'm just gonna say white people gonna white and and that should be a uh, uh, all encompassing definition of how I feel. That is a pretty 20, 2018, 2017 mantra right there. I, I feel you. Your life will go so much easier. I ain't arguing with you. White people gonna white. Just walk away. White people are gonna white. This is a uh, this is true. Uh, all right, guys. Um, you know what this is. We're gonna talk about your donations, your mm-hmm. comments on the show, your five star reviews that you left, hopefully, and all that stuff. Uh, we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that. First and foremost, let's give props to the people who donate it. Choir, sang them a song. I dedicate this song to recession, depression, and unemployment. This song is for you. Today's a new day. That's right, guys. New day. New pay is what I say, okay? Let's talk about this money, all right? Uh lisa d recurring donator thank you lisa shirley wong esquire please say the esquire recurring donator mm-hmm. you guys can hear on the two two balls deeps ago we uh had karen and shirley on it was fun yes <clears throat> talking sports jane m recurring donator thank you so much jane kelly c we appreciate you coming through uh tiffany b thank you so much tiffany um I- ashia b thank you ashia for Nonez D, I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Design T, T, thank you so much. Alfonso M, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Got a one-time donation from Simone who says chipping in for snacks during Black Panther. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. My brother hooked us up, Rodney. <clears throat> thank you so much. Thank you. Damian Jackson, who I, I am for real. Recurring donator. Celeste M, thank you joy m thank you as well no relation cal k appreciate you 
autumn w thank you autumn Mm -hmm. cynthia d we appreciate you bambi h thank you bambi i like i like that name bambi mm-hmm uh pamela ab thank you so much pamela it's a shame what they did to your mama <laughs> sabrina j thank you sabrina thank you uh falcons diva hooked us up mm-hmm. halicu h thank you halicu mm-hmm. marcus e thank you marcus hey marcus uh we got one from um aisha y thank you aisha yes jason f thank you Mm-hmm. so glad to meet you Derek lw thank you so much mm-hmm. harold w no relation thank you and that is everybody lay me out Just smile for me. Whatever you're in right now, smile for me. Smile. Can you just smile for me? And the people say, Oh, oh, oh. Alright, alright. Oh, oh, oh. Can't try to take them to church for real, guys. Oh, I, just, I like that song. Mm-hmm. Take them to church. Amen. Now everybody pass back the collection plates. Um, since we got the collection plate back, it's time for second offering. <laughs> right, the kids are going on trip. Uh, I love Rod and Karen. Five stars on by on iTunes by Camera QT. Camera Cutie. Uh, they say this is such a wonderful podcast for your daily dose of comedy, politics, and so much more this husband and wife duo is unlike any other podcast out there i first learned the blackout tips from my boyfriend shout out to at c 19 oh thank you c hey baby and it's often that we listen to it in the car or as we cook i love riding karen uh allow you to forget you listen to a podcast from the jump you feel as if you're in a barbershop or beauty salon with your neighbors even who i even when i get mad which is which i do as rod views they are like family well listen i got some pretty controversial views out here okay i don't know what kind of stuff you believe in but i'm i'm all over the place so i know i'm making them mad at the end of the day i couldn't spend my days without tbgwt to keep me smiling and informed thank you rod and karen for what you do now can we please get the walking dead semi-finale recap seriously love you guys blow you both p.s i own my own professional photography and design studio coco and co i am the master photographer and would love to capture you both find us on instagram and facebook at the coco oh at coco and co uh i'll email you with details all right hit us up and yeah we will do the recap next week uh i promise um but uh but i need to know what views you get mad at like what is it because um i'm too you know i'm saying like am i too out there for you i want to know okay let's get in here let's get gritty find out um all right we got five star reviews on stitcher we got one uh virgo engineer 918 says unapologetically black funny and informative 
i love riding karen these hoes bring the funny the blackness and the knowledge five times a week and they help me get through my workday. Karen's laughing rants are everything, and Rod expertly articulates my thoughts in my head that I didn't even know were there. If you're a fan of quality podcasts, and you need to add TBGWT to your rotation, thank you, Virgo Engineer Nine One Eight. Uh, and that's everybody that left a review this week. Appreciate you. Thank you. And then we have comments on the website. Um, one of them was, uh, "Who are the good hotels?" That was our feedback show that i left that request out there for a week now hoping to get some uh some bites and we got two comments so maybe they're in the comments maybe people left some links and we can get to spread some good hotel work right uh a- academic says i will say though my brother-in-law who is a genuinely good dude claims hotel that said i never talked to him about lgbt stuff but he isn't misogynist i never talked to him super in depth though yeah um here's the other thing all right so i don't mean this to belittle anybody but um if they're not doing any work where it's like i can point to that that shit don't count like like the hotels do videos audios they all on the instagram they all on the youtube like they ain't quiet they ain't somebody that you be like oh, okay yeah you a cool dude they like i'm out here i'm loud i'm proud i'm homophobic um uh misogynistic i'm um, everything like are there people who like them niggas don't represent us and they allow like they're actually doing work they're out here in the street they're out here on the instagram youtube periscope or whatever other platform that we use nowadays uh about that yeah if if if, if like because i had a couple people do the like i got an aunt or i got this that that shit does not count and i'm i'm sorry but it doesn't it's like saying well i got my friends in the alt right but he don't have like any presence i just know him and we haven't really talked about anything but you know i think they wouldn't agree like nah that doesn't count you need to be doing some work to counter this narrative you know it's like if someone said black podcasting is just a bunch of this that and the other like i would be able to point out some podcasts like well actually no this person's doing some work that's not like that this person's doing some work that's not like that all under the banner of black podcasting like that's actual proof that not everyone thinks the same you know um with the hotel shit there's really no proof you know why aren't people out putting it out here like fight this shit this virility that these other people have uh falcons diva says hey karen and rod rod thank you for your comments on the black panther boycott i woke up one morning to a tweet from beauty jackson debunking the myth i wondered where this supposed boycott was coming from so i did my research i searched michael b jordan on twitter and saw it started with an ig post like you taught me i noticed that the post had six likes before it was shared by black men dogging out black women my search unearthed a bunch of women arguing against the boycott and men mad at women because of the boycott i was going to ignore all this until this non-story was included in the entertainment report on one of our local radio stations i texted the station and told them that it was fake news later that morning i was listening to the radio station um i mean i was listening to the sports station and they teased the story it was then that i went to twitter and called out both station they both said that the story was from a reputable source the ajc our local uh paper but thankfully the, the sports section never discussed the sports station never discussed the story in depth yeah guys i yeah people don't vet they don't vet i'm sorry and it's not even a it's not even just about vetting okay because vetting is one thing right and i think that can happen shit that's happened to us before i'm like i'm reading an article and i'm like oh this shit doesn't make sense right you know and and you try to catch it sometimes you can sometimes you can't some some of us more cleverly disguised than others correct um but and, and it happens to all of us like this is not an admonishment but 
think about what it says about us that we have it in our holster at all times a rant about how black women ain't shit and they don't support black men just because they date a white woman Mm -hmm. even though it's not true and we have no actual evidence to represent it we pull that card out it says something inside of us right the you can't make me kiss a trans people a trans person people the people that were sharing out that those stupid ass statuses on facebook what was it inside of you all this time that you couldn't wait to express how you were repulsed by the idea of uh kissing or being near a trans person so you ran with a with a story about genuine that never had anything to back it up oh outrage against genuine where you know somebody linked me to an article they had three tweets quoted in that the three tweets had a total of six retweets six one of them had like five retweets or whatever but they had like uh 200 and something responses to it which was definitely everyone going no the fuck you can't make me blah 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 this is sexual harassment it was not it wasn't people there was no outrage but that but the backlash towards that person who said that shit and the way that articles really like reputable quote-unquote sites ran that article it tells you how much we as a society hate trans people and can't wait to express our disgust at this idea that uh, something that no one is advocating no one Mm -mm. no one of any consequence no one of any numbers you know i wish motherfuckers got that mad about other shit come on that has real impact where people do believe that shit but they they get quiet about that but yeah this is a chance to voice your um disgust basically with a group of people that you know aren't protected so it's like oh oh i get to come out and say you can't make these trans people getting crazy people getting no one's advocating it no one's actually mad you know but it's that shit you know and then people wonder why i you know anyway it was just ridiculous um on the exit row if you if you do get a chance to choose your seats on the plane the exit row does have more leg room but the seats aren't as roomy on some planes there's less hip room because the armrest does not come up it's a full wall between you and your seatmate. also the exit row uh seats don't recline so that's a plus um uh okay if there are uh multiple exit rows get the last one your seat will recline but the seats in front of you won't just a little fyi okay cool thank you thank you you know i don't be knowing i'm not a much traveled man at this moment but i have you know i'll I'll continue to take it under advisement uh the poll was should we stop saying hoteps on the podcast that was a pretty straightforward poll uh your options were no yes and here's why or i'm a hotel uh now one person did say yes and here's why i hope they left a um i hope they left a comment right because if not you can kiss my ass because that's fucked up uh so here are the results 95 percent of people said no we should not stop saying it i'm in the 95 percent, by the way i am a hotel three percent so we had somebody that said hey i'm a hotel that listened to this but they didn't want to say you know what views they have and then yes and here's why three percent uh and brooklyn shoe babe left a comment if you can come up with a better phrase in hotel then go for it until then have at it also would you st- still be allowed to say snow tip if you stop saying hotel right what are the rules it's like wigger and nigger right um anyway um i'm gonna continue to say it and i'm kind of saddened that people 
would make these arguments about you know the hotel shit and then provide zero evidence of the good hoteps out there because now it just sounds like you have wishful thinking and you just don't want it to be true right but it's the truth uh we had episode 1591 spanking the sad clown this is when we went to shadow dot productions and we recorded with them and like nick jew was there and it was so fun dexter was there mm-hmm. um we had a great time um and hopefully it came across on the audio uh gatsu 25 says hearing about those cops arresting 70 people for a single minor offense has me wondering if those cops watched the hotel scene in detroit and took notes similar reasons for why the cops were called to the party too yeah so there was way more people 70 mm-hmm. um but yeah that's it's just such an abuse of power falcons diva says great show i really enjoyed all the guests especially nick jew because i am way behind on what's the tea karen was right about black women holding grudges while i was quick to forgive shea moisture i dropped my essence subscription shortly after they were brought by bought by time inc while the articles were the same i hated all the ads and the inserts i'm not sure if they've changed because i've held on to my grudge all these years but the first time i received my essence thick and heavy with advertisers like vogue i cut the cord my grudge wasn't deep enough to keep me from the essence music fest now that's now that they're back to being 100 percent black owned i'm going to subscribe again even if they still have all the ads i'm doing it for the culture well that's cool although i would wonder like so is the what's the grudge for like what did they do wrong like should they have not sold the company like were they was it going under like should they have gone out of business and and see and so that's the catch 22 in my opinion because i understand people wanting things to be black i understand people want things to be black on i am not against that at all but if they decide that it's uh, fiscally uh, responsible for them as a company to make these decisions and that mean promoting uh, white shit into their products they can do that but you also have to deal with the people that goes well, I'm no longer going to support you because you're no longer, no longer all black like there are people that they, they really hold by that I'm supporting black shit and I'm only here because it's all black the second the white folks come in I'm out because a lot of times I understand when white folks step in you whitewash us like we're washed away we're no longer your audience anymore you start expanding and going out and trying to reach realms that we don't give a fuck about and it don't matter to us nor our community yeah i guess um like i said the question the only question i would have is if they um why they sold it because if it was either this or y'all won't have an essence next year then sell it i understand i'm not mad at you Mm-mm. if it was just we trying to get to come up or whatever i probably still wouldn't necessarily be mad but i would understand how some people might be like you know what we not enough or something um so i don't know um i don't know that's a that's an interesting one correct the poll was are you ready to forgive shea moisture yes no and i was never mad 11 percent say yeah they're ready to forgive them they bought the magazine we cool no 22 percent say they're not ready to forgive them they gonna hold on to that grudge and 67 percent said i was never mad that's a good yeah can what camp was you in mm, i i haven't bought anything from them in a long time so, so are you in the still mad yeah it, it's 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 a it's a, a residual mad like i was like fuck them and i just never came back people you know just like a lot of shit when you leave it they might have uh revamped themselves changed their face did uplift then was like hey girl and you still like i still don't fuck with you though and you just keep on trucking 
you'll be like i don't care if you changed and you evolved and you've grown i'm you know i'm good and also a black woman black women are constantly let down to the fact that they're like you know what fuck it and they'll leave because particularly once you get to a certain age as a, as a black woman you're like hey i'm tired of my heart being broken and shit like that i'm tired of giving my money and my time and my effort and investing in shit that don't give a fuck about me after a while you start cutting shit off and keeping it pushing for your own safety and sanity you know because everybody yeah. deals with these things different to go oh, okay all right fuck you and let my dollar go on somewhere else and then my dollar never comes back but do you feel like you still have a grudge or you just feel like i'm just over it i'm just over it. yeah okay. yeah 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 i see it everywhere you know it's it's around you know like you said nobody ever gets canceled so they're gonna forever be around but at the same time you know i can still say uh that uh i'm not your targeted audience and that's cool that's cool and i can just keep it pushing um and we got one comment falcons diva says i was initially disappointed in shea moisture but i had so much product in my cupboard by the time i had to re-up i had reconciled my feelings the one thing i've always admired about the company is how they support women of color with their profits ross says no one ever gets canceled but shea moisture took a hit from black women some of the same black women on my facebook feed that were quick to defend dub after their ads are still mad at shea moisture yeah because there's a difference between you being affected and getting canceled a lot of like that's the thing a lot of people when shit happened we're not saying they're not affected because they don't get canceled Mm -hmm. they are affected people lose jobs people lose money people lose time people lose investment people turn their back on them so they're so independent on situations some people aren't affected at all but you do you are affected but what you're not is canceled which means even if you quote unquote lose everything people will hire you again you'll come back you'll revamp you'll reshape you'll change your name and come back as something else so nobody's ever canceled nobody's ever canceled that's all that's all i'm saying i I mean i mean you know it's like maybe every once in a while somebody actually does take a hit but i i think for the vast majority of stuff that people fret over nothing's really gonna happen to these people you know they might get a little uncomfortable they might have to sacrifice something in the short term but you know like i said nate parker's gonna come back one day and it's gonna be all and it's gonna start spark up that whole discussion all over again but he's gonna come back one day because it's just what happens you know like it's inconvenient of course he's got to deal with it um but it, it just no matter how egregious the thing is you know i've seen bill Cosby at a restaurant the other day somebody asked him about me too like these these niggas just gonna be around they rich they you know like and shea moisture is a company you know if they would have if it would have got real bad they could have just said okay we fold and come back as some some other name of and, and people people would have kept it moving plus right. if we keeping it 1000 on this um a lot of people just be talking shit yes and if shea moisture would have actually went out of business because of that there's a lot of people that would have been mad as fuck because they're like i found a thing that worked for my hair and now i don't have it no more correct like it ain't you know like there's a lot of people that had to quietly slide to their aisle and buy they you know like i feel y'all but they gotta sell you know yeah, like it's not ordering that shit online maybe because they don't want nobody to see them but they people people will forever buy the product it's no offense to people because I, I i love people but it's um you know it we're we're you know we're just not as about it as as people like to pretend you know if, if people was really about it like that so much shit would be out of business at this point but come on now you know how the fuck the nfl still doing good and that fucking both sides was mad at the nfl this year like it just it is what it is like it'll take a hit it'll pass over it'll still be fine so that's 
that's what i mean when i say nobody will get canceled you know uh falcons diva says i wonder if our amc theaters are owned by the same group my favorite oh i'm sorry this is episode 1592 present oprah okay oh one more thing i did forget to mention um the fucking uh cancel thing is really more about the people that talk like that too Mm-hmm. not the like in general i guess enough people could stop fucking with something or someone where they really couldn't you know make their way like that's more of an industry thing like if you do something to upset your industry enough maybe you know for example colin kaepernick pissed off enough of the white ownership of the nfl that he may not start in another nfl game for the rest of his life um he'll still be around he can still make mm-hmm. his money he could move into activism full-time and just be that nigga from now on. but the point being like obviously um it can happen you know and it normally happens to the wrong people for the wrong shit so people can get canceled but this whole like we're on the internet you the hashtag cancel blank that shit never works you know all these motherfuckers keep surviving because we're just a tiny pool of people that be on the internet all the time we're not representative of the greater picture of, of america before we get to these comments about the president over episode i i was thinking about that you know how my timeline was all in a tizzy and people was arguing calling each other stupid and all this dumb shit um and no we need to run some uh some real black women politicians and stuff i'm like absolutely but y'all don't like them niggas either for the record come on you know there's people that spend their whole day just being like fuck kamala harris or you know i'll never vote for her or fuck uh shit even joy reed got haters in on twitter and shit it's just but it's not real those people for the most part have no actual real impact on the world as beyond that keyboards and that's no offense to them but it's the truth they exist but they not their numbers seem bigger when you're on the internet and i think if you walked into the average person's house and brought up oprah's name and run it for office the average person would be like yeah why not why can't she run right then that's the end of it because that's she, as far as your thought process goes people keep saying like qualifications y'all know the qualifications are just what the fucking qualifications are when you say someone's not qualified for office what you really are saying is i don't think they'd be good at it but to actually be qualified to run for president she meets all the criteria yes she does she can run it used to be a time when our society would look at that laugh at that and rock away like that's crazy why did that celebrity think they could do that i think that ship has sailed maybe i'll be proven wrong Mm -hmm. maybe we'll find out trump was a one-off and we're going back to uh to um we're going back to people that have uh storied histories and Mm -hmm. experience no we're never going back he kicked that door wide open and everybody's like if this fucking idiot can do it why can't i maybe i don't know you know i don't know the future I, this is just how i feel right so maybe we this you know maybe we'll go back to we only want studious politicians that have track records and stuff i don't think that's a bad thing i'd love to see that so if people disagree and that's how they feel cool i hope you're right you know but one of the things i was thinking about is just how it's not she meets the qualifications to run for office the american people are the problem y'all are really scared of the american people you're scared that the american people are too fucking stupid to vote in this beyond a popularity contest and you're absolutely right to be scared 
you know it should scare you that oprah can make a great speech and then run for president if she feels like it you know it should be kind of scary that that's the qualification for a lot of people is she's not eating paste on stage so let's vote for her that should be that should be scary to a lot of people i'm not gonna demean oprah really because i think um she's she's a savvy self-made billionaire who um i'm sure is capable of a lot of shit that many people told her she couldn't do so i don't really have anything that makes me want to be like let me tear her ass down i really don't care um but i do find it kind of i think if people would be honest with themselves they're more scared of the american populace being lulled to to the voting booth simply by i like this person you know and that's a scary thing but you know in much of the ways what did they say obama's number one attraction was in 2008 he's a celebrity president he's a celebrity he's a celebrity people use that to knock him now we're like we have an actual celebrity reality tv show president like you know i i don't know for a fact what it's going to take to knock this nigga off his pedestal if it's oprah then it's oprah but i don't think it's i don't think we're even close to that being the case and i think it behooves us to to take a step back and not be at each other's throats about it because it ain't really a problem yet you know when she starts literally fielding some like some actual like uh campaign staff and stuff i'll start i'll be like okay what are her stances what are what is she running on what is her track record you know beyond just giving this speech and i think everyone's gonna do that but as of right now it just felt like a reason to like shit on oprah for because white people said she should run and even though she didn't say a word about that so correct um falcons diva says i wonder if our amc theaters are owned by the same group my favorite teacher was la was the last amc my favorite theater was the last amc to put black panther tickets on sale the same was true with proud mary man proud mary didn't even have no thursday showings in my city nope and i was telling roger i was hearing people complaining about how uh they actually some theaters actually had thursday night showings and like they were stripping them like up to an hour prior to the movie they were stripping them um people were showing up and basically not being able to see the movie and the theater was like hey the people who you know put out the movie was like we can't air them they was like you can wait till midnight to see it which is technically friday you know to see the movie so i i'm very i don't know what the fuck about this movie you know how many shitty ass white movies and other genre movies and nobody gives a fuck about that y'all probably end up spending more money on advertising than the cost of the movie itself and you lot of them uh you don't make no money you go into the negative promoting these movies and they're fucking everywhere and me and roger got exception to the rules because me and roger watched so many movies we probably seen more previews for black for proud mary than more than the average person a lot of people didn't see it probably because of what they watch and stuff like that certain channels you just didn't see it in certain areas and 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 shit like that so you know i can understand a lot of people going what the fuck i didn't know this movie was out nobody told me this movie was out when does when does it come out because they haven't been properly promoting it so it frustrates me when it comes to this because they'll be the same people two two things are gonna happen they'll be the same people go well it didn't do well motherfucker you didn't promote it like right. i like like on twitter they got them promotions but the average person is not on twitter right. you know what i'm saying like put it somewhere where people are actually going to see this see it and or if it does quote unquote make its money everybody's gonna be fucking shocked and surprised it ain't gonna make its money i mean this particular movie is not gonna make its yeah, money they wouldn't even let her do press rounds for it and also it's i mean 
to be honest it's probably not gonna be very good you know um just just quality wise like but because more about the genre of this this genre and the january release date pretty much means your movie ain't that good right um so i'm not even going to see it on some like because i expected to blow me away it's just more like i it's my favorite genre it's impossible white man it's taraji p henson one of my favorite Mm -hmm. actresses she gonna be fucking killing niggas and shit i'm gonna be hyped because she black and i'm gonna leave it at that like i don't really want to get into the critical analysis of it sometimes i just want to have fun the same way i go see Medea halloween like right so um but one of the things i think is weird is that they them me thinking the movie will be bad and the fucking studio acting like it's a foregone conclusion are two different things right you you play the hand you're dealt you promote your movie they didn't screen this movie they didn't even so that means when interviewers who are critics are doing press tours for her doing press junkets for her they can't even ask her details of the movie because they didn't get to see it you know i don't know how much press she got to do i don't know if she was on late night shows or anything for this movie i don't i don't mm -mm. you know it feels very weird what they're doing you know no no thursday night release that's obligatory at this point right everybody get a seven o'clock ten o'clock thing on on thursday night these days to get ahead of the sales you know kind of gauge what you're looking at um you know it's just really weird so um proud mary's a little bit different than black panther because i think black panther right. they knew like these shit these tickets gonna fucking sell out as soon as we put them up and amc for some reason was bullshitting at certain locations but um proud mary they just did that all over the place um mm-hmm. i went to bed monday night black panther tickets went on sale woke up tuesday morning tickets for thursday and friday were practically sold out i'm not going until sunday morning so i'll be on social media fast on a social media fast all weekend and friends a friend did invite me to go see it at her theater but i'm a bonafide theater snob i need reserved and reclining me come too. on I'm, a, I'm like that like i was like mm, y'all seats don't recline it i and i can't reserve my seats i don't go because i want to be able to walk in there anytime i want to and if somebody's sitting in my seat i'll be like usher usher come get them out there at my seat mm-hmm. um yeah i i, I can't go I back i am snobbish I'm, i can't go back the only thing better be if they serve me food come on some of them do yeah but not that one not that one uh sunshine 81 says i swear to goodness oprah speech highlights why she's so good at her job i was so inspired by her speech i really need people to stop with the idea the serious idea i should say that oprah hanks 2020 should happen yep i'm claiming tom hanks as her joe biden let oprah eat her faux mac and cheese and check for gail's ash in peace yeah i don't yeah i'm more upset with the idea of people trying to push it onto her as like you have to save us from ourselves y'all y'all did this you know and i do recognize the hypocrisy of we would like a famous household name billionaire black woman to quote unquote save us from trump but y'all wouldn't dare like y'all systematically destroy any uh black woman that is a national politi- political figure mm-hmm. and that you feel could rival bernie so on the left it's you know nina turner better stay in her place fucking kamala harris better stay in her lane uh simone sanders better stay in her lane and anytime one of them voice anything uh that makes it sound like they could be presidential or gearing up for a run for president 
you immediately see the press siggies on these motherfuckers like "Uh uh-uh let me tell you what kamala harris did a long time ago let me tell you why simone sanders ain't shit nina turner ain't nothing but this this and this and it's like wait a minute seems like y'all just want bernie to run right and black women be down but then when the polls come in y'all black women saved us listen to black women oh black women lead get behind them and all this shit and it's like nah you you, you don't mean it and then you know when bernie ignores the south like he did last time and that's if he makes it this you know if he runs and then if he makes it as far as he did last time people just assuming that he's gonna automatically make it to the end of the race we don't know this people just i'm not even assumption i'm not even trying to relitigate whether what how bernie ran his campaign i'm talking about how the fuck we treat black women that are potential quote-unquote threats correct now we don't treat them like we people talk we i'm not part of this we Mm -mm. people talk like that's what they want but they don't act like that's what they want correct that's my point you know they don't look at kamala harris at to lead they look and they look at like uh, oprah they look at black women voters as save us say do you're doing this work for us that's not what the fuck is happening come on black women are voting to save themselves and the people they care about and the issues they care about this is not never in that equation is it let me i'm gonna go to the voting booth because i need to save these white people no i'm going to the voting booth because the things that you enact affect me and that is the ultimate truth and they don't want to line up with that like they don't actually want to line up and hear like oh you know what um uh kamala harris is running and she's our leader and we have to listen to her and we have to let her lead the way that we've been saying black women should they don't want to hear that oh nina turner we're gonna just listen to her we're gonna let her lead we're just gonna that's not what they vision what they vision is the same thing that they vision with obama which is we fucking litigate to you what you need to do we demand and then you take your black ass out there and do it and it doesn't and then we don't do anything else we don't go to the voting booth again Mm -mm. we don't um rally we don't support we don't fight for these causes we all we do is tell your ass to do it and that's it and i do understand and the second you don't it's a problem and i understand that the optics of that shit is gonna be real fucked up the the i just i don't i think partially because of just the way i think in scenarios and you know what's most likely and how people are gonna feel and all that shit i feel like even if it was oprah the vast majority of black women will still line up and vote for her if she runs as a dem and most people that are most black women for sure and hopefully most black men are gonna definitely feel a fucking way when they put a clause out on oprah like like it's it's easy to sit up here now without conceiving it and be like don't run this that and the other when white people start going in on her it's gonna be a lot of us that feel differently about that shit because it's one thing for us to say it in our community like come on Oprah, you tripping it's another one that's gonna be fucking the washington post or fucking fox news 
talking about her hair and her weight loss and her uh you know being sexually assaulted a long time ago they're gonna bring up everything that we feel is off limits and fucked up and then we will feel differently because that's the human being part of us that will rally to somebody that goes look they might not be perfect but what's not gonna happen is y'all gonna be fucking with them and the nuance will be lost in that in that space because that's the actual space that humanity will occupy if she decided to run i just don't think it'll get to that so i'm not fighting about that as of right now but a lot of people will change tune if it's you know people trying to mammy out oprah and shit in three years it ain't gonna be a whole lot of she's not qualified and she need to go it's gonna be a lot of like who the fuck are you to say she's not qualified you niggas elected trump you know that's where it's gonna come down to come on and sometimes i feel like i get to that place before other people so i'm just like okay let me know when y'all catch up because right now we're still on the like she shouldn't run she's not qualified what about these other candidates thing that's cool and that's a great point and maybe we won't never get there i hope we kind of never do but if we do y'all niggas are going to flip the 100 percent other way because y'all not gonna want to agree with these racist ass white people that's just the truth of it who knows can you imagine the debate between her and trump and the things he would say to her and y'all really could just play the fence i don't think so man um so yeah uh but i hope it doesn't come to that like this is not a diss at her i just i just feel like we have candidates that have a political background and i hope that they are encouraged to run and pessimistically ultimately sadly i still think this country would not vote for a black woman Mm -mm. so i like i hope i'm wrong but if they wouldn't vote for one of their own and hillary clinton i don't know how i don't know how any black woman you pick could beat uh trump any of them at least not white people need to fix this themselves before we can have a true democracy where we elect the best candidate and it and it can be a black woman right because this is their problem that's he is not our problem to fix she will have to whoever the black woman is if she she will have to be um she's just gonna have to be fucking flawless for most people because if if you think the shit people were knocking hillary for was sometimes petty it's gonna be even super petty with with like kamala harris or uh simone sanders or nina turner or somebody it's gonna be even more petty that's how that shit works like because white people will not they were protective of hillary to a certain extent Mm -hmm. they will not be as protective of a black woman and in a lot of cases they will be downright fucking uh ingrates about it like oh yeah they will bring up everything about her her family members her friends anybody associated with her or connected to her in any way shape form or fashion think about how liberal people even talk about michelle obama we don't like that shit you know what i mean when we hear liberal white people talk about michelle even we be like hey man what the fuck like i don't know if you're seeing her the way we're seeing her they're not you know what i mean i don't know if it'll connect to you the way that it connects to us to see that family occupying that space like yeah it's some it's some definitely some nuance there some conflicting emotions there but ultimately it does send a signal of achievement and progress symbolically for a lot of people and you can't erase that but i still remember after obama won the most liberal white people turning on him immediately like michael moore and you know even uh like uh even like the cornell west and tavis smiley like there was a lot of like now get to work nigga like 
we fucking elected you we didn't actually listen to your platform we don't care what you ran on right just do what the fuck we want you to do because we decided and it was like oh y'all just think he's like y'all slave because right and that's just not how that works you have to listen to what you voted for you know and i I think um like i said the hillary thing is the hillary thing said a lot to me about this country not because i thought she was so awesome but literally because that's the kind of white woman that a lot of white liberals claim they want but when the rubber meets the road that ain't what they want Mm-mm. you know what i mean and and she was a great candidate in my opinion she still got 53 million votes like which is only second to obama ever like still won the popular vote like i didn't find like the revisionist history on this is like she got blown out in the landslide or what a terrible choice she was that's that's actually kind of bullshit um and, and and for a lot of reasons people have agendas to make it seem like that's what happened but that's not that's not the truth of the matter but if if, if she couldn't get elected and 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 no one's doing anything about voter suppression i don't know how you're gonna get a black woman elected you know like the fight need to be from the ground up like voter suppression need to be fought um the party the 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 split quote-unquote in the party between like the super liberal people and the and the 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 part hardcore democrats that shit needs to be fought and reserved and resolved in some some kind of priest or broker like some truth has to be put there there's a lot of work that has to be put in before you even get to whether the fuck um oprah can run or not you know correct and one of the shortcuts to this that people don't want to hear that's scary is that a celebrity might be able to do all that shit because then people just go back to being stupid and being like i'm voting for the popular choice and it's fun because in a large part that's what happened with obama in 08 it got it got to be fun got to be popular young people got to come out oh i placed my first vote is for a black man you know like it was it was a, a a quality to it that it wasn't all of us knew at the time like well this isn't really real this isn't this doesn't jive with the history of our country but people got so wrapped up in the furor of like i'm voting for a black guy and you know white even racist white people i'm voting for a black guy they still bring it up now now they vote for trump and they still like but i voted for obama and you're like well that just mean you was racist twice come on one of one of those votes made you feel like you acquitted racism and the other one fucking doubled down on it like how do you reconcile those choices so anyway that's what i think about and we'll see what happens or over but it, i'm just not fighting no niggas over this right now it's way too early it's way too early you know have your hot take have, be strong-minded all this shit but i will join you niggas in three years and we can fight about it then because good god um eve says i don't want oprah to run for president i spent eight years watching people tear down michelle obama i don't want to spend another eight watching them do that to oprah yeah that's like i said if she decides to run that's something that people gonna really have to find a way to reconcile uh anyway i made the poll simple because i legitimately think it should be this simple and every other conversation we're having is kind of just superfluous if oprah versus if it was oprah versus trump in 2020 who would you vote for third party or not voting trump or oprah 98 percent of our audience says oprah two percent say third party nobody says trump that's the only fucking thing that matters right sorry to be that guy back and forth all this nuance that everybody trying to be it it don't fucking matter and that's if we even get there and that's if she's even running right 
and and i and i mean i could have put the point i really want to make is i could have put just about anybody's name in there that's the point i'm making so if she finds a way to to beat all the fucking preliminary opponents and all the fucking people in the primaries and all this shit and make somehow it's just her versus trump at the end she will have been vetted as much as she could be vetted to get to that point so it's either that or trump and i'm not going trump ever so and i'm not gonna throw my vote away and i'm not not voting so these are my beliefs you don't have to share them but uh, obviously a lot of us would vote for oprah before fucking letting trump have four more years um anyway episode 1593 honkies and masters um <laughs> eve says my brother's biggest issue with h&m scandal is that the little boy's mother doesn't see a damn thing wrong with it either she's willfully ignorant or just doesn't care because a check was involved not all money is good money uh i so they interviewed the mom is that um, that's what i'm hearing and they were saying that she was like well she don't understand what the big issue is hmm i gotta go look this I, up cause i ain't read nothing but i know it's been going up and down my facebook and yeah i'm googling it now um i'll say this much man um okay let me see let me just see her comments before i say anything because i don't really want to jump into this uninformed uh she says critics crying wolf tells them to get over it oh this is on fox news let me find a better site yes not saying she didn't say that but let me find a better source can't be can't be with the fox news okay i don't know if this is much better i'll try new york post um okay first of all her wig is not too tight so that's not a good sign it's never a good sign when the the wig ain't popping anyway um she says uh that people calling it racially insensitive need to get over it in a series of since deleted facebook posts the monetary mango of stockholm sweden of sweden guys said she didn't support the backlash over the ad which even prompted the weekend in his partnership am the mom and this is one of hundreds of outfits my son has modeled stop crying wolf all the time unnecessary issue get over it in another message she said she had been to all of her son's modeling shoes and was with him when he modeled the hoodie in question everyone's entitled to their opinion about this she wrote i really don't understand but now but not because i'm choosing not to but because it's not my way of thinking sorry yeah um she not from here so that's a big part of this correct i didn't i didn't know that but that makes sense for her opinion to be like that when people aren't from the culture they don't understand not saying they're outraged yeah not saying that monkey shit isn't universal though because it's a, a lot of countries when they see black people they blow oh, don't have a tail they like throw bananas at them and shit yeah yes. like they oh i mean they still got like at the fo- football games we cover stories all the time and i'm throwing bananas at black people and shit so i'm not saying she don't understand um but simply because like you have to be american to understand no. that i just think literally some black people don't understand like if she ain't really from here so like the backlash part of it with being mostly american like the weekend and lebron james she don't understand that part of it i'm sure because she ain't from here so right. like obviously this ad probably aired a few a few places and if the backlash is mostly coming from niggas in america she's probably like what the fuck y'all mad about but um yeah she don't gotta understand you know this is one of the reasons that uh i don't i don't and honestly 
i'm not mad at this boy's mama i'm not even i swear to god i'm not mad at this woman i have no fucking problem with this woman i like if if you want to be one of those black people that chooses not to see this kind of shit or you really just don't think this way more fucking power to you okay i hope you eat watermelon in front of people and chicken and you feel fine that's that a lot of this shit that we feel fucked up about is not our fault and we got to stop making it each other's fault it is not her fucking fault that white people think we monkeys and shit that is racism that is fucked up if she ain't grow up with that or she just doesn't think like that or it didn't cross her mind when she saw her, her son in that hoodie i'm not gonna blame her for that what i will say is h&m is a big ass fucking corporation and their entire job is to present their clothing in a manner that would not be offensive to people somebody there should have caught it i don't care that she didn't catch it she's one individual that you know people i'm sure are extrapolating about her son and all this type listen i'm just saying someone should have caught it that's it you know if it's halloween and you let your kid dress up like a monkey i would not be mad at your black ass that's just your child shouldn't even have to have that fucking hang up honestly it's fucked up that we have to be that way you know it's out of protection for ourselves but it's fuck it's not right you know a little kid little white kid gets to go call be a monkey and and it's and it's just there's never an association towards take his like his lesser humanity you know we're just like oh that little kid oh we call a little kid oh he's just a little monkey swinging around you know i've seen white people that literally didn't even think about that shit referring to like a white kid is monkey or something but if they would have said that shit about black kid i would have been i would have noticed it's just it's the way i'm built like i said it's not really right but i definitely would have been like now would you have said that about a white kid and what's fucked up is if they would have i still wouldn't believe them correct that's just how fucked up racism is it is fucked up our relationships where i can't trust you even if i you could be my friend and i still feel like i can't really can i really i don't know maybe you would have i don't know so like um anyway i i don't have any zeal to blame her but h&m should have caught it regardless you know and the people that are like i blame the mom i mean i guess if you feel that way but because they, they sell product to everybody you want all the dollars and if he put and let's say he tried on 50 shirts that day because you know these modeling shoes i can see her being like i didn't catch that like he fucking tried on 50 fucking shirts like <laughs> right they took all types of photos only one know. of them had that shit on it and i wasn't paying attention i was looking at my phone i don't know what the fuck happened like right, that's the one they picked for the day I, why didn't they just put another picture out then then this one he had 50 other pictures to pick from and they picked this one like i, I get it but uh yeah i just don't blame her and i'm sorry not to join y'all in y'all's anger uh really dark night says so people out here getting shot because they wouldn't sing happy birthday to someone who isn't the guest of honor and you wonder why we introverts don't want to be bothered with your little get-togethers man listen come on really dark night tell that truth shame that devil that's why i don't go out y'all niggas be shooting uh should they have should they have just sang the birthday song was the poll should they have just sang the birthday song yes just so they wouldn't get shot no it's not her party consequences be damned and yes because it's the right thing to do that's about a story where a dude said he went to someone's birthday party and his girlfriend it was her birthday too and he tried to make the people at the party sing happy birthday to her as well and they refused so he left the party came back and 20 minutes later shot up everybody yes just so they wouldn't get shot 50 percent. that is so low that is so low only 50 percent of y'all was saying a happy birthday song to the other woman 
knowing that you won't get shot like this will keep me from getting shot only half our audience would be like i ain't risking no bullets let me sing this song because <laughs> it ain't that goddamn important 45 percent of y'all would say no i won't sing the song consequences be down i will take my chance with these bullets 45 percent. it's almost 50 50 y'all and five percent said yes they sing it just because it's the right thing to do you guys are sweethearts okay i'm, I'm with y'all five percent by the way i don't care hey if it was my birthday party and nick someone showed up and it was their birthday too i'd be like let's sing it again right happy birthday to you baby it wouldn't bother me not at all Mm -mm. but i understand that i am a very kind human being that uh people write itunes reviews and say they disagree with my views okay i understand that i have a heart for the people that many of y'all don't okay but i would have sang the damn song then if i didn't fall into that category i definitely would have sang it on the don't shoot me category come on which only got 50 percent of the vote don't shoot me boy y'all crazy y'all crazy i'm not getting shot for making no fucking point anyway last episode not that point anyway right you can't make over my dead mm-hmm. body if i'm gonna get shot for something it's gonna be with a cause and a purpose baby Mm-hmm. happy birthday <laughs> only to me Pow, 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 pow. nobody but me right fuck everybody uh episode 1594 lena dunham photo photo bomb we had a couple comments sunshine 81 says lena dunham is trash and will always be trash i'm glad that tessa said um yeah she did no work she did walk it back in her statement a bit but any working black woman knows why she did that lena dunham convenient conveniently feminist ass needs to go quickly dia says on the big brother issue uh oh with genuine when you mention that you think people go looking for tweets to justify their anger i agree but sometimes i actually think they create those tweets when i see no avatar and numbers in the name i think that person created that account then they make the comments so they have quote unquote evidence for outrage Ooh, let's continue to call these people out all the best and sunny regards dear and that would make sense not for everybody but for a percentage of them that would make sense you know what i never know what's going on in the machination of these motherfuckers mind i hope they all not real yeah i hope they're not doing it but i don't doubt it i really don't doubt it some people would probably go that far for a little internet credit yeah, making up fake accounts and shit yes kyle says did y'all see what happened with dan Harmon? he was called out by community writer megan gons for sexual harassment afterwards he apologized on his podcast which prompted gons to not only forgive him in public but also encourage people to listen to the podcast because she thought it was a good apology i thought it was interesting because most people seem to make a point of not accepting an apology in public here are the tweets if you want to see them uh i did see the tweets i haven't listened to the podcast and i haven't um uh and i saw her initial tweets about um the way he was treated or whatever um but um i i think uh it is it says something about her accepting it i think what is also interesting is how many people that the apology isn't to and it wasn't for will still be like fuck him i don't accept it yeah. but but that's the point of apo- apologizing not for the other party really it's for you correct it's nice if they feel appreciated and accepted and feel like you learned but, and but they're not obligated to no one's obligated to no one's obligated to try to make you feel good for apologizing no one's obligated to accept it or even listen to it it you know that anger is as much for them as if anything else and if they want to stay angry about it or, or cut you off or whatever they they are completely within their rights for that so um it is to me it's kind of a cool story to see somebody accept an apology but that's more about the climate of 
the way i see the internet where people really just are like i never accept apologies i never back down nothing's ever gonna be good enough which is that right but you know it's just not the way i vibe like most of the time most of the time i forgive and move on easy you know like because it's just like i don't want to be stuck there so if you seem like you mean it i'm quick to be like oh you know what cool apology accepted don't even worry about it like i'll never forget it i'm not stupid but at the same time like i don't want to hold this power over you for the rest of your life of like you not sorry enough you're like nigga you were sorry you you fucked up i fuck up i hope people are the same way when i fuck up with like and they know that i didn't mean it and they know that i'm sorry i hope that we can have the same level of like trust and honesty and stuff because in my personal life that's how that works only really i've really only seen this like power play part of it on social media right like that in real life when my friends making mistakes towards me and vice versa we seem to be more like hey man i know you i know how you are and i know you wouldn't have meant to do this thing and you know what? i love you and i forgive you and it's cool and and you're sorry and we're moving on you right know? and if people are like that in real life odds are their whole grudges against everybody and if you're like that don't nobody really want to be bothered with you like if you're the type of person that's just like everybody fuck up but me you yeah, don't I'm, keep friends i made a post on facebook i li- really was asking people and i was serious this was a, probably a month or two ago now but i asked everybody on my page was like hey um when's the last time you accepted apology and i also asked it asked um when's the last time you apologize um so it was a couple trends i noticed right one last time you apologize much less response right much less response last time you apologize also a lot of trivial shit like no offense but like oh i said something such and, and and my child did the other thing was a lot of child stuff a lot of family stuff a lot of my daughter said so and so my son did this thing he wasn't supposed to do and he apologized and then da 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 and you know what i what i picked up from that mostly when we love people when we have to take care of people when we have the excuse of childhood to put it on we don't mind being magnanimous like we don't mind going you know what i can be gracious under this because you're my child i love you i'm responsible for raising you i'm responsible for making sure you're a good person and i taught you to apologize and i taught you you were wrong and at some point it must stop it does it really does i don't mean that on just like between children and adults i just mean like as human beings there's a cutoff in our minds where we're like i'm never forgiving anyone over this age i'm never apologizing to anyone now that i'm blank age um i'm i'm like as much as we talk about growth and everyone makes mistakes when we get a chance to hold it over somebody we definitely latch onto it so it was just interesting to to see that you know and not that i don't count those but i don't really count those as much because i'm like it's your fucking child where you gonna not forgive them you know it's not like facebook where you can be like fuck so-and-so forever you know and talking about people outside of the realm that you have to care for or you're fucking or anything like that like just normal human beings that you interact with but it was you know and your family you love them you have to be around them you can't just block your child you know what i mean so like it's different but i was like oh in those parameters you can forgive but just forgiving like a friend for saying they're doing the wrong thing or forgiving a celebrity or some shit that shit don't happen as much because it's just easier to throw them away in a lot of people's mind 
or to keep bringing it up no matter what they do because they're not real people yeah they're not they don't count as human beings but i don't know it was just kind of an interesting moment um but yeah that's cool that she accepted his apology and yeah you don't see that very often and i hope he really did learn from it and i hope um you know because it's the alternative to this shit is that people never learn they stay fucked up we never let them learn and we never let them move past it and then we never move past it and it's almost like haha i got you i got something on you and that's the end of it and I, i'm like that's not a good space to be no for nobody and for no uh body involved and then those people will turn around and get mad at you how dare you move on how dare you do better how dare you don't pay me attention how dare you ignore that i'm mad gonna be mad forever oh i can't be here with you forever you can do this but i can't right so anyway eve says lena dunham is like a bad case of genital herpes she's never welcome but she keeps popping up to remind you that she's not going anywhere my favorite episode of scandal is the episode where she guest starred because she was murdered at the end she's a boil on the ass of humanity the shit stain in the teenage boy's underwear and the hair on ron jeremy's back disgusting good for tessa thompson for calling her out yeah that tessa thompson thing made me kind of sad too because i'm like i felt like the other white women in that group made her take that back of course i don't know if it's true or not i don't know it just felt that way felt like some shit white people do to us when we speak up like what about this person and why are they invited to the party and then it becomes like why are you being so divisive you're like bitch you were just here talking to me about her what are we talking about here right like lena dunno's a person that consistently fucks up and when she apologizes clearly hasn't learned from it it doesn't mean it Mm -hmm. and that's why some people own a fuck her forever because she ain't learning she ain't evolving she ain't growing she ain't changing she ain't really apologizing her apologies are fucked up her apologies a lot of times isn't to the group of people that she needs to apologize to Mm -hmm. and particularly with her she has it's a lot of issues when her feminism doesn't include black women right and so when people point that out you she gets offensive and tell us that we're the problem and then you don't want to talk to us you go talk to a black man who ain't got shit to do with this situation that's just one of the times right 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 this, this is just one of the times multiple times at this point it's one of it's just one of the times she's fucked up i like that's a person that you know i get when people are just like you know fuck her and uh, fuck her apologies and, shit. and i wonder for people to grow and change and evolve but she's not showing no reflecting it yeah she don't seem to you know maybe she'll get that one day but i don't see why she would ever get that because people seem to have such a low bar for her yeah and, and, and then everything you say something is fucked up fucked up fucked yeah. up fuck, you're like come on she's dog. always she's always the victim in it you know? always you know she always the victim in it um anyway but meanwhile never gets canceled right she always a victim but she ain't never really lost nothing from all her infractions so it's just anyway fuck her she's she's really a bad person and that like i can't think of a better way to put it but she really just doesn't she talks a good game but she don't give a fuck about any of that shit when it comes to her it's feminism this inclusiveness this intersectionality this second she got it she fucks up it's fuck all y'all haters fuck you um the poll is was tessa wrong to comment on lena dunham being in that pick yes she should have kept it to herself four percent of y'all thought that 96 percent of y'all said no she had every right i'm on the 96 percent, but i will say this since she did have to issue kind of a clarification i can understand the other side of saying she should have kept it to herself if ultimately she was just going to take it back 
and it was gonna look like she divided the whole crew i can understand why someone would feel that way but me personally i'm glad she said it all right we got a couple emails no phone no voicemails this week simone says one of us hi rod and karen i watched one of us a net on netflix after rod mentioned it on the show i'd seen folks talking about it on facebook but once rod mentioned it i figured i might learn something new despite growing up in brooklyn being exposed to some aspects of the hasidic community that status quo issue for divorces involving children was a heartbreak revel- heartbreaking revelation yeah you lose your kids if you try to get divorced like whichever one of y'all trying to get divorced them bye no more kids for you like the the dude left had to leave his whole fucking family behind because he wanted to be like an actor or some shit and they was like yeah well in hasidic court you can't do that and then like other like a woman one of the women like her husband was abusive and shit and people was like snitching on her like she they had secret meetings about like kind of getting out of that hasidic uh basically life and they were like support groups and shit and people would be like snitching on the meetings snitching on following her taking pictures of her um all kinds of shit it was scary so often i mean to write and talk about podcasts or books or people the blackout testers introduced me to but i get sidetracked and forget trying to do better about sharing some positive feedback with you both to make sure you have some idea how much i truly appreciate and love you much love and continued success simone thank you simone thank you uh jay writes in a possible white man jay black mirror heard you guys mention black mirror briefly on ball d sports how how you need how you need to catch up of course uh now here comes a question that if you were paid every time you were asked you'd be rich do you plan on reviewing it as of right now i have no plans on reviewing it i'm sorry um i may not even watch it because one all mirrors matter to me um i don't know why you guys get so stuck on black mirror um i don't i don't i have mirrors in my house of different colors so i don't understand why it would just be black um two if it was called white mirror all you niggas would be mad about it because y'all are hypocrites okay and y'all say oh this is racist against black mirrors and black mirrors matter no thank you okay all the mirrors are equal to me um but also i just um i just i don't think i like it as much as y'all do and that's no offense to anybody it's not bad or anything but i just don't have the like oh black mirror drop let me go see this shit like i don't i don't have them feelings for it it's just okay to me um you know so i'm sorry guys i know i let a lot of people down and yeah because i about to say that question was definitely talking towards you these are some of the views that people um write in and say they don't agree with them I'm, I'm assuming i'm assuming too and y'all know y'all ain't got to worry about me watching it yeah so karen is out i love that freaking series six episodes a season just isn't he goddamn enough and it's funny you guys are talking about jody foster on the nerd off the other day because she directed one of the episodes well good for her uh someone wrote in d says since i'm playing catch up from last saturday's podcast would Issa ray roxanne gay blavity and very smart brothers count as good hotels much love from texas no, no. none of those they people don't are- run on the platform saying that i am a hotel literally zero of them people are hoteps and at least i know Issa ray very smart brothers for a fact have mocked them niggas you know what i mean not on some we the good hoteps they the bad ones but just on some like these fucking hotel brothers are ridiculous um i know uh season one of insecure during the dating montage with molly they had a joke about one of them dudes talking about, i'm looking for a black queen but she gotta be a freak too 
you know so they they know what they doing um all right and lastly falcons diva writes in hey rod and queen karen it's your girl falcons diva and i finally got caught up on my podcast and i commented on the shows this week so this email is about a bunch of old stuff let's unpack let's take a trip down memory lane i hurt i hurt my it hurt my heart to hear jl talk about giving up comedy i understand his reasoning but damn to be so good at something but have to consider giving it up because of bills breaks my heart i'm someone who chose money over passion and i love to see folks pursuing their passion it's funny because my friend and i spoke at a middle school career day recently we were in different classes but after we talked about what we told the kids her don't chase money pursue your passion me get the money and use it to enjoy your passion which brings me to my second point rod i can't remember if you mentioned this on the podcast or if i saw it on a facebook post but i love to see you say that you're gonna start living your best life by traveling and enjoying the fruit of your labor okay one i didn't say that y'all assume that that's a little assumption on your part but uh, i just say i'm gonna stop being in my way you know i like i don't know if that'll necessarily mean travel or not i mean i'm not against traveling there's some places that i, I definitely want to go this year that i've you know been thinking about going for a long time so yes uh those things are you know definitely cooking but yeah, i like to travel yeah but uh yeah it wasn't just about traveling and stuff but it's just about like a lot of stuff you know so um you know some of it just being little shit you can do every day you know um and like uh i was really proud yesterday i paid off karen's uh student loans yes nigga i was in my car uh because you had posted it while i was at work so i was in my car and uh part and uh looked and seen that uh tweet i started dancing in the car yeah i've been you know i've been trying to be disciplined with the way we pay our bills that'll make you dance overpaying certain stuff and you know having like a plan you know where it's like okay i'm gonna pay off this thing and then i'm gonna take that money and be disciplined instead of going to spending that money like ooh, i paid off my car i got some extra money like no mm-hmm. i paid off my car now i'm gonna put that money towards this loan okay we pay off this loan now we're gonna put that money towards i don't know uh say you have a credit card or i know we had a exercise equipment that i paid off this year um uh, stuff like that where you know little stuff like that where uh you're helping yourself without even really thinking about it you know um that in the past i probably would have went and i don't know use that just been like oh i got extra money to spend every month and and i've been really disciplined about that so sometimes it's not even like traveling and stuff which it should enable us to travel but it's not even that it's sometimes little shit and and stuff like taking days off taking a vacation um going places that i just want to go for me not for the show or anything so you know stuff like that but uh i do appreciate you uh appreciate your comments though um and i definitely want to enjoy the fruit of our labor because i don't know how long we get to enjoy this Mm-mm. you know like everything with this show is always bigger than i thought it would be so i'm you know i do worry about if we ever get to a point where shit has to change for necessity sake right um and i don't think we're even close right now but you just never know if you have to get to a point where it's like fuck i can't just you know do normal shit or kick it wherever i kick it all the time because people are you know seeing this as a bigger deal than it is to me you know right and i think that happens a lot i think to other people the show is actually bigger to them and in their minds than it is to me you Mm -hmm. know because i do quote unquote know the show is big 
but to me it's like oh this is just my little old show i do in my in my bedroom with my husband and we talk and we have fans that listen to us you know uh but to us it's still um it's, it's not a moms and pops don't get me wrong but i think to other people their love their support their admiration towards us is larger or uh, they have a larger feeling than uh, i do about the show itself yeah um so yeah um she says oh hold up just saw the post about karen being free from student loan debt these all cats represent my joy this news oh so yeah you uh so you know what's up you know um yeah and and the thing is i'm and i also know that we are at a very um we're, we're, we're privileged and we're very blessed to be at a position that we're in uh to be able to do some of the things that we do and i think that uh my student loan debts were put like the me and Roger talked about it me and roger graduated uh probably a few years before student well we went to an hbcu correct we stayed in state and our hbcu just happened to be a public hbcu and not private right so i don't think our loan debt is as much as other people's right that being said i mean there's years we had to defer the payments yes there's years we had to ask for like um what do you call it uh like you had to get a break from your payments y'all know what i'm talking about Mm -hmm. there's years where i just was behind you know right so we've been fortunate enough to be in a situation where we can like overpay our certain bills and we've been doing forbearance forbearance there you go thank you um we've been in a situation where we've been able to overpay certain bills um and it's been but it's a discipline i learned from my parents right we hadn't always been in this position there's been time where we have struggled just like everybody else yeah i mean yeah i mean there's been times it's like i hope the cable don't get cut off today you come know on what I, mean? I hope uh you know but but we've always been pretty disciplined and stuff and but it's just like it's easy to to because when you especially when you're starting out i think america does people abuse this service because it paints this idyllic life that doesn't exist anymore when you get out of college most of us are not living on our own yet no matter how much money you really make for the most part you're gonna need a roommate you're gonna be in an apartment um you may even live with your parents mm-hmm. it's just if you can find a job if you can find a good job it's just very rare that things go like they do on tv right oh you graduated college well now you got a job and now you're living in the big city making money you know like it just doesn't work that way Mm-mm. and so it's almost a shock to your system and part of you starts feeling like am i a failure because you know and, and you know when you get out of college normally at least for i think us your student loan bill doesn't even kick in for like two years right so then like you get your first student loan bill and it's normally for it's normally a small on the smaller side because your first one is like for a lot of loans it graduates right and it um, gradually gets bigger right and it's supposed to be moving up as your income moves up but your income it don't I'll actually match up all the time but there's been times where it's like listen it's this or no car so i have to get a forbearance because i need to get my car fixed Um, right and i waitress for you know my first few years out of college so you're talking about somebody making two dollars 13 an hour plus tips right i was like hey uh this student loan is not the top priority right so you know it's it's a lot to it you know we've been through we've been together for a long time so we've been through the broke times together and shit yeah, lost jobs us both me but, and you both but now we're almost 40 and you know we're getting to a point where we can kind of handle some things and I, I think our story is not that unique Mm-mm. um i think you know i think most probably most americans are kind of living that and you can decide how just that is or not but 
um we did manage to like keep it kind of down from the jump as opposed to a lot of people but also tuitions have blossomed yes they have over the past like 15 20 years so i'm sure there are other people that you know getting out there with 200 300 thousand dollar loans or more so you're literally paying for a car you will never own or a house you would never own and you know you literally got a student loan payment that's a mortgage payment it's that Susie orman shit though like when people go well well, you know how do you get out of debt and Susie orman said some shit like well if you save 500 dollars a week you'll be and it's like where the fuck i'm getting 500 extra dollars a week from Susie? right well that's kind of the thing with this is like we were disciplined when we didn't have that much and i just try to carry it over so that now we have extra but it's still working for us and we'll you know and we'll continue after this like it's still other shit that gotta be paid off but Mm -hmm. you know i was very happy to hit that milestone and be like cool student loan paid off you know i paid a little extra every month and now we got to a point where it's done for karen i still have mine Mm -hmm. um so you know but i was happy you know uh okay back to y'all living your best life i love that you're willing to step outside your comfort zone and experience more ride in my late 20s and early 30s i didn't do much living i was too focused on paying off debt dealing with my fear of being of ever being poor again i was paying debt and saving but not living i was determined that my lights would never get cut off never mind the fact that the money had not been that tight since the first year out of college i was stuck yeah hey i'm saying well, i still balance my checkbook every fucking day and i haven't gotten one of those fees or being close to zero balance in so long like i like i really have been doing good i really have been fortunate and making the right decisions we were in the era where they would fuck around and be like oh you know what let me post this incorrectly just so you get a fee yeah and also just when you're close to zero any mistake can fuck i forgot to carry the one now i'm fucking a hundred dollars in debt because the bank hit me with three thirty-five dollar fees or some shit. Like everyone has been through this. Um, I think of a certain age. Uh, shout out to Obama. Another thing he didn't get enough credit for, but fix kind of fixing the way that they price gouge you at your bank with that bullshit. But and I bet that's coming back. Anyway, um, I but but I I you know I still have these habits in me. I don't spend extravagantly. I don't. I have a car. I don't think of my car as like a nice car a luxury car it was just like cool this is a it's nice for me you know what i mean like another person would have been like this car ain't shit everybody got one of these cars me i'm like oh you know this shit got ac (laughs) you know like like i'm a man of very small means right uh, small imagination right and then sometimes you have to make uh, fiscal decisions because i can go well i can get what i want and pay a lot of unnecessary money or i can get this that, that basically does the same thing might not be as fancy but i could pay it off quickly yeah so you know i remember when you got your new car and uh we had to have a discussion between getting an older car that was a luxury car but cheap you know i mean we say luxury but luxury is for us y'all yeah luxury for us but it yeah. was old but it was like a, right. you know it was gonna be super old like older than probably like 2000 something like 2002 to 2000 yeah but but yeah, but you're talking to somebody who every car that I've owned has been in the 99. This is my first car that's been in the 2000s and anything. Right. So I told Karen at the time, I remember being like, look, we could do that. And we would probably spend about the same amount of money, maybe even slightly less, but probably about the same amount of money. money. Or oh, we can take this same amount of money, get you a car that's like a year old. Right. You know, we know it's going to last. And get I said, yeah. And I was like, and it'll be, it'll feel like luxury to you because to you, 
you ain't had a car that got all this shit sure don't you know what i mean like your your car don't even tell you when the fucking tires flat <laughs> no you know, like like you like all this gonna feel like a miracle to you so it was like we went got it's an upgrade because i'm trying to tell y'all think i'm bullshitting all my cars have been in the nine nines i mean when people go nine nine two thousand like nine nine i ain't had no bluetooths i ain't had no cd players yeah i'm like you don't even drive anywhere but like to work That's at home it. five minutes away like let's not spend a bunch of money for nothing on this thing and you know and but it's decisions like that that it probably saved us you know a whole bunch of money and fucking repairs and stuff it but did. also it probably saved us a bunch of money that you know somebody else might have went out and bought a twenty thirty thousand dollar car from the dealership type thing and we didn't so those kind of decisions are the kind that we try to make but it also enables us to do shit like oh cool we have a little extra money we can put into this flight so we can be first class because we didn't spend that money other places that people had to or people would have and you know what i mean and that's part of that discipline of let me pay off this bill so that maybe right now it sucks but in six months when i ain't got this bill no more it's like cool this is a little extra income you know i can decide what to do with right and like these are personal decisions that we made ourselves we know everybody isn't going to think like us or do like us but these are decisions that we made you know ourselves because you know we're not the type of people that quote unquote have to floss but i know that some people that's their thing and that's so fine if that's your thing but that's where you put your money we just opt to put our money somewhere else and and yeah so anyway i know that's not why you didn't explore much but stay with me well part of it is that uh, a good friend of mine pressured me so much that i finally came and got my passport when i was 32 that year i went to vegas the dominican republic hilton head and bahamas haven't stopped since i make it a point to go out of the country annually i missed i messed around and got stuck again early this year my marriage slash divorce left me with around 30k in credit card debt and decreased savings i'm someone that does not carry credit card debt but instead of being stuck i took my first solo international trip this year and it was fabulous of course before doing that i made my plan to pay off my balances i got spreadsheets and shit lol yeah that's what you gotta do man anyway i love witnessing folks experience the breakthrough uh to their best life i'm enjoying this journey with you and karen and i can't wait to witness more thank you for my lovely christmas card i love you guys p.s my new dog sasha michelle uh loves you guys too i was listening to the podcast during our thanksgiving and christmas road trips in north carolina now when i play it when she's in the car she perks up and starts wagging her tail i attached the picture so y'all can see my new to me baby oh thank you um oh it got atlanta falcons um it got atlanta falcons uh bib on hold on i'm gonna show y'all guys y'all look at this little dog um precious I feel so bad for this dog when the eagle stomped that ass tonight. But listen, oh, until then, Sasha Michelle, you get you you get your W. Okay, I hope y'all do y'all thing tonight and relaxing too. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, bitch, I hope you ain't gonna say nothing about my hair. Right up on the couch, looking like, oh, we taking pictures. Hold up, I know. Let me let me position myself for this selfie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. Maybe uh Jabari and uh Sasha Michelle could have a uh photo, a photo off. off. Get on the runway. Um all right guys, that's it for today, man. Thank you. Uh probably go out and see uh probably go see um Proud Mary if they got a Proud Mary uh today. Um and and whatnot. So y'all have a, a good one. Enjoy y'all's uh playoffs and stuff and We'll be back tomorrow with uh with more black out tips. Till then, peace. Peace. Oh wait. Oh my so you ain't gonna love me? 
uh i'm sorry i'm so used to ending the show with uh justin and bossy and stuff this week uh by the way i forgot to mention this too much is back yes it is all right until then i love you i love you too sorry